Hello all, this is JC3 from Is This Real? Do you want to start your own podcast? Then look no further than Buzzsprout.com. We here at Green Hour Media use Buzzsprout, and we love the team at Buzzsprout. They are all about helping you succeed. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform. Follow the link in our show notes to let Buzzsprout know that we sent you. It gets you a $20 paid Amazon gift card if you sign up with a paid plan and help support our show. Join us and over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout.com to get your message out to the world. Sakaola Studios in Patterson, New Jersey. Green Hour Media proudly presents Is This Real? Tonight, cursed movies. Are they really cursed? We'll discuss. Now your host, JC3. Welcome, 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 everybody, to another fantastic episode of Is This Real? Is, Is This, this real? real? Tonight's episode, as you heard Big Joe Dad at the beginning, we are talking about cursed movies. And we're Ooh. talking about a lot of cursed movies tonight. But before we get into that, this episode is presented by Dubby. Shout out to Dubby. Go to Dubby.gg, punch in the code Is This Real PC for your 10% off on all Dubby products. And uh, it helps support our show. But in the booth, as you heard, Big Joe. Big Joe, say hello. Finally, Big Joe has returned to the airwaves. Yes, thank you. And yes, your newspaper shirt. Alexander the Great. My shirt alone, man. It cost me eight bucks. All right, cool. I like it. Thank I you. actually do like it. I like it. See, thank you. It's fly. In behind them, we have uh, Cito in the booth. Cito. Cito. Hola. It's a Cito. It's a Cito. Cito. Uh, the Pope himself. I'm the Pope. All right, uh, Mr. West, Mr. West is in the building. Mr. West is in the building. Konnichiwa, bitches. And I'm JC3, and as, you know, as we're talking about cursed movies. All right, so cursed movies. So we have a lot of cursed movies, and at least generally known cursed movies, right? That's that's sure quote-unquote cursed. Um, it could be from whatever you believe in, because it, a lot of people don't believe in the word curse, don't believe in... Stuff like that. Oddities that are happening on these sets. Well, accidents. Are are they real, Wes? Deaths. What curses? Yeah. Hell yeah. Again, if a lot of people don't believe in curses. Well, I got one for you. Uh, We're gonna start. Oh, you want you want to start off right up? Right into it. Go for it. Go for it. No Vaseline. (laughs) No Vaseline. You're not even gonna give them the courtesy of spitting on it, are you, Dad? (laughs) Tell them to bite the pillow. You're going in dry. Who needs Vaseline when you have enthusiasm? Well, that's oh. right. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> anyway, let's get let's get this ball rolling here. Oh We're gonna god, go right to the granddaddy so of horror movies. Anybody know what that one is? Which one? The granddaddy of all horror movies. The Exorcist. Thank you. Yes. You, well, you no, get them hold up. on. I wouldn't call that the granddaddy of horror movies. We're not here. Yeah, we're, we're not here. No, we're not here no, to no, debate no, you. No, no, no. I don't You're care wrong. about no, that. Wouldn't, no, wouldn't have been the Nosferatu is the granddaddy of horror movies. No, it's not the original horror. All right. The greatest horror movie of all. Greatest movie of horror movie of all time. Exorcist. I've said that many times. We've all. 
generally agreed on that on this show. Many We're going to argue over semantics now? But but it's not semantics. The granddaddy of horror movies, if you want to call it the where it is, where it's Nosferatu. Okay. I, sorry, I bowed before right? you. I no. made it. No, right. isn't Nosferatu Dracula two different people, right? Yes, they're yeah. two. It's Count Olaf and, and Count, Count Dracula. Dracula. Let's go with the godfather of all modern day horror movies. Okay. Modern okay. day meaning like from 1939 up. Okay. Which you could include Dracula, but I wouldn't leave Dracula out of that. Well, it, like if you're going to talk about grandparent horror movies, you're going to do Nosferatu, The Phantom of the Opera, all those types okay. of, of movies. You know? All right, but so okay. let's get Exorcist. back to the, 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 the Exorcist. A lot of strange fires happened on The Exorcist, the set of The Exorcist. And what's strange about it, the the um, the buildings in The Exorcist were all done on a, on a soundstage, okay? The uh, Reagan home, that was a soundstage. Um, there was another one um, that was all done... There was a massive fire that happened in delayed production for seven weeks. Okay. And no one knew. They said a pigeon a pigeon flew into a, a light box and, and started the fire, but nobody knows for sure. However, do the odd Did they find thing, a pigeon? I don't know. Maybe he was toasted. The carcass. No, it was fried chicken. Okay. What the oddity about this makes it really strange is the entire set burned to the ground, except the set of Reagan's bedroom, where most of the possession scenes... It was left intact, well, there nothing was, wrong There was it. also another Reagan set that was built in a refrigerator, right? The bedroom? Yeah, that was that was the one. That was the same set? No, th- no that, was okay. a, that was a separate separate part of the soundstage that they actually had to build in a freezer. Because this way, when they were breathing, the, the, yeah, you saw the, saw the uh, condensation. Yeah. No, that one, I don't know anything about that one. But I know that this one burned to the ground, but it left the bedroom intact where all the, you know, the, the, the pea blood... The peace shooting was going on and all this other crap. So that's a little strange in itself. And that's one for The Exorcist. And but there were other weird stuff that happened. On The Exorcist. Oh, yeah. There's, there's well, there's, always a lot okay, of so stuff here's one. I, I think I remember us talking about this at one point. Because wasn't, cause wasn't uh, that one girl, she actually like really hurt her back when they... like The mother, her? yeah. The mother, yeah. yes. Well, that, that was a stunt. Yeah. That was more or less a stunt that she wasn't... It was a stunt gone wrong, essentially. They pulled her because in the movie, that's the scene where the, the demonic presence pushes the mother away from Reagan. Okay. And they tie, Reagan's they, a little girl, correct? Yeah, Reagan's a little girl. Yeah, Reagan's a little girl. The mother is tied up on the... Uh, Who, by the way, is coming back for the second... Well, not the second. It's the, the, the rebooted the or rebooted. Whatever's, yeah. whatever new ones are coming out. Anyway, there was a scene where she gets pulled away from Reagan. So the stunt people had her rigged up. And they pulled her too hard, and she slipped some discs or something in her back, and it fucked her back up, like, for real. Yeah, I remember, so, I remember that. It, it's more or less a, a fucked up stunt that happened, but here's something. Um, the brother, Max von Sydow's brother, everyone knows Max von Sydow played Father Marin. His brother died on the first day of shooting. Really? Yeah. Died? He died on the first day of shooting. Holy shit. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say how. On the, One of the technicians who worked on the film's refrigeration set. I didn't set, know that. He, uh, that person also passed away <coughs> during production. And, uh, yeah, so, like, people died. The fire burned up a lot of shit except for Reagan's bedroom, like Dad was talking about. They actually had a Jesuit priest come in and bless everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're making a movie about the devil. Let's arm ourselves. Oh, I, I would, too, though. Like, it happens more than you think. A lot of these... 
horror movies that are going that way will bring in somebody of the clergy to bless the set this way they, they feel protected you know mm-hmm. so I don't know but that's that, that's odd though I mean everything got burned down except for Reagan's bedroom you know that, that's a little strange but I guess it happened and Bill Freakin the uh, producer <laughs> the director the director he actually said you know what this is bad karma folks but Freakin also bad fucked juju. with people Freakin used to fire guns in the air between takes to keep everyone on their toes like that's he an was, asshole he was, he was an asshole he would blast music at like a thousand decibels he's like alright cut Let's start for the next shot. Drop, uh, you know, kick off war pigs. Put it on eleven, and then like everyone's trying to get to the next thing, and he's jamming out like he was a prick. Well, I have uh, someone I have was a... apparently murdered oh. as well too. Yes, I was going to get to that. Um, Sorry, I was because I'm, I'm looking at a. Article. You want to take that? You can take it. Well, I'm not. I'm not taking. I'm just seeing. Uh, what's it called? If the deaths aren't en- are enough to convince you of a curse, there's a murder thrown in the mix as well. Paul. Bateson, Bateson, right? Who played a radiology tech in The Exorcist, murdered a variety, variety reporter in 1977. Reports Esquire. At one point, he was also thought to have been a serial killer who murdered at least six other people between 1975 to 1977. But those accusations were eventually dropped because there wasn't enough evidence. Not even pigeons. Yeah, and he took 24 years in prison because of that. And also, other than uh. Uh, Linda Blair, who played Reagan, also had a back injury as well that I just read about. So, yeah. But, again, I think those are more like they're making this movie, everyone's on edge, and they yanked her too hard, fucked up her back versus something like that. But, yeah, but fire, murder, people dropping dead, pigeons, all points of curse to me. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pigeons. Pigeons are stupid. Wait, what about about, about this one where the guy, where, where, like, apparently a... Did you talk about that? A priest that came up to the guy saying that this movie was like to, to watch out. We'll be back after a quick break. I'm Howard Dory. And I'm Jess Dory. And we host Plotting Through the Presidents. We take deeply researched, deeply irreverent dives into the myths, mysteries, and scandals of the men and women who shaped America. Join us as we dive deep into topics like... The undeniable ribs of Aaron Burr. The what now? And the odd feeding habits of everyone's favorite founder... John John Adams? Adams. Subscribe and follow Plotting Through the Presidents now to plot along with us. Find out more at plodpod.com. Or something. Well, I think that's the role of any priest when you, you know, because priests don't like anybody fucking with dark forces. And it that, says, even in the sake of art, it's like, don't fuck with that. Just leave it alone. It yeah, says, according to the no Independent, no. Miller was approached by a real priest in the street while the movie was filming. Well, those are real priests priest that played in, in the movie. The priest in question supposedly had no knowledge of the exorcist, what it was about, or that Miller was connected to the project. It's reported that the priest handed Miller a sacred medallion and said, Reveal the devil for the trickster that he is. He will seek retribution against you, or he will even try to stop what you are trying to do to unmask him. Well, the guy that played in the Exorcist opposite Miller, he was um, he was actually a priest. A real yeah. life he, priest. He was a real life priest, and he was a, um, a technical assistant. Is that what they call him? Yes. On, on that. So he would be the, you know, he knew what was going on. In fact, he came back for the Exorcist 3, which had very little to do with the original movie. 
Um, but he was also the well, technician on that, or the technical advisor on that one as well. What I have right here in front of me is an editorial by Rotten Tomatoes itself. Not sponsored, by the way. Um, they sit there and they, they talk about 12 different movies yeah. that suppose are cursed movies yeah. as, throughout, throughout time. And they talk about at a well, one out of five scale of the plausibility of the of the claims right and they talk about it's very short like the first one is a, a movie called antrim it's called the deadliest film ever made and it was 2018 it has a 76 on rotten tomatoes okay so that's a decent film by rotten tomato standards well, i don't really trust the scoring rating but go neither on. do i uh but what better way to kick off things than with a movie that is perfect uh a perfect venn diagram of both concepts found footage for for real horror and supposedly cursed films. Antrim purports to be a documentary about a lost 70s film that was only screened twice because everyone who watched it dies. Cool. The movie opens with an eight. The movie opens with an eight-minute documentary detailing the curse around the film, then shows you the film itself, which is about two young kids who attempt to dig a hole to hell to save their recently deceased dog. Hold on a second. Why did their dog go to hell? (laughs) Yeah, like, what did the dog do? What the dog doing? The poor Uh, pupper went to hell? Listen, if the dog goes to hell, the dog belongs in hell. Uh, The film means a hell hound? Probably. Probably. What did he do? do He molded a two-year-old. Yeah, let him stay in hell. Fuck him. The filmmakers do their best to make the movie within a movie look authentically 70s to help sell the whole fake uh, facade. It's going to be a boring movie. It's like two 12-year-olds digging a hole in the fucking woods. (laughs) The fact that Antrim's release was preceded by rumors and word of mouth among hardcore horror fans, uh, much like the Serbian film, which we don't fucking talk about. Well, I'll talk about it. You don't know the Serbian film? We'll talk about it. Don't look uh, look up the Serbian film. (laughs) Uh, Lent the movie an air of real mystery. Some eager horror buffs even tried to track the original Antrim down, believing it to be real. Well, it's the same nothing, shit. Yeah, nothing really happened on set or anything right. like that. It it's was just, just it was a, it, basically, you know the hype that, that the, the Blair Witch Project I was going to say that, right. Yeah. Same thing in 2018. Yeah, it's like, oh my God, that really happened. Like, no, it didn't. Everything about that movie was bullshit. The next one <laughs> is a movie called Snuff. Nice. 1976. No, I didn't see that one. Uh, the concept of a snuff film. I saw the 1986 version, 1987 version. Calm down. 1992, 1993. Sorry. <laughs> the concept of a snuff film, a movie depicting an actual murder, basically started in 1971 when Ed Sanders, the author of the book about the Manson family, asserted that Charles Manson and his followers had filmed their killing spree. No footage was ever found. Then, just a few years later in 76, husband and wife directors Michael and Roberta Finley made a cheap exploitation film called Slaughter about an actress and her director who murdered, who are murdered by the Manson family-esque clan in South America. Grindhouse film distributor Alan Shackleton bought the film, changed the title to Snuff, and released it under the pretense that it depicted a real murder of the main actress. They didn't think for shock back in the 70s. Yeah. <coughs> uh, this kickstarted an obsession with snuff films, although none has ever been conclusively unearthed. Yeah, that's true, because they're all fucking illegal. So if there is, like, an actual... Well, murder does seem to do that. No, I'm saying, like, if there's an actual snuff film, they're not trading it around. Like, you know what I mean? Like, even on those peer-to-peer networks back in the day, like Napster and, and yeah. what was it, LimeWire, GreenWire, some shit like that? LimeWire, you know, the, the thing that gave your computer AIDS? Yeah, that. Like, even back then, it was like, you could download some unholy shit, but you weren't downloading snuff films because 
nobody was dumb enough to record themselves murdering someone. Yeah. Isn't and that putting what that movie 8mm was about? With uh, yes. Cage? That Great was film. Yeah. The second one sucked. So, well, the second one had nothing to do with the original. Yeah, they just machine. they threw 8mm 2 on there because 8mm, everyone remembered 8mm? Yeah, this is... That also had uh, John uh, James Gandolfini in it. Yes, it did. It had an all-star cast. Yeah. It's a very it's a slept-on movie. I love that um, movie. But it's the po- the plausibility scores four to five. The Manta connection and the fact that people still believe in the existence of snuff films, even today, and re- really sell this one. Poor yeah, Charlie. No. So no, nothing again. Nothing happened on this poor film. Charlie. Uh, they have Poltergeist on here, 1982. Yes, that's uh, a big Perhaps one. the most famous cursed movie of all time, the original 1982 Poltergeist about a suburban family terrorized by a supernatural presence, climaxed with a sense with a scene in the in which the mom, Joe Beth Williams, is dragged into a partially dugout pool and is surrounded by skeletons. The reveal being that the housing development in which they live was unscrupulously built on top of a graveyard. Yeah. Wasn't it like a... a you removed the stones, but you didn't remove the bodies. Perfect. A great line in any movie. Yeah. Uh, what, that was, it was supposed to be a Native American graveyard. Right? I don't I don't remember if it was supposed to be Native American specifically. Yeah, I don't think it was. But it was just a graveyard. But, you know, to save money, they use real skeletons. Well, the, ru- well, the <laughs> nice. rumor... Nice. You can't the ru- go wrong with real well, skeletons. Look, the rumor that was the film crew had not only had not only used real skeletons, but had desecrated graves themselves to get them. Mysterious and ultimately untimely deaths of some of the actors in the trilogy, including young Heather O'Rourke, who played yes. the abducted little girl Carol Ann. She's still on the TV. Who died at the age of 12 due to con- uh, congenital intestinal issues. Yeah, but see, she died later because she was in Poltergeist 3, I believe it was. I don't know. I don't with know. Ed Scarriers, with the, that guy that was in the Top Gun. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking you know about. And uh, Dominique Dunn, who played oldest sibling Dan- Dana, who was murdered by a jealous boyfriend murdered. at the ed- age of 22, led to the urban legend that the ghosts of the unwitting skeleton or skeletal co-stars had cursed the film and everyone who worked on it. Yeah. It's flimsy because clearly major players like Williams, Craig T. Nelson, director Todd, uh, Toby Hooper, and producer Steven Spielberg all worked away unscathed. So their plausibility is one out of five. I yeah, don't believe any of that. Died. Because, if, you know, if you're going to have a cursed movie, I want to see something happen immediately. I want to see 19 too... people dead. Yeah, well, I, I don't want to see. <laughs> wow. Exactly. The, those are rough. He numbers. wants the curse. Was about, was he wants the entire those film are, crew those, those gone. I don't want to see him film six on, movies and then she dies of a brain injury. And you know what? If those guys. I want to blame one movie. If those guys, those PAs, those production assistants broke into, like, cemeteries and desecrated graves for those skeletons. They deserve a raise because that's what you do for art. That is real dedication. That is real dedication. They wanted to make this movie. That as is authentic. also illegal. They of course. Want to, you know who's going to complain? The dead guy? Folks, you don't do stuff like that. The dead guy is now famous. Think of it like that. There's a no, trade off no, there. Jesus Christ. Uh, am I going to the next skeleton. one? Well, I just want to, I want to jump in. I got one here. I got uh, the. Um, what was that called? Um, the Omen. The Omen. There's some really crazy shit that went well, on with the, that. The, the Omen is on this list also. Uh, which one, which we'll Omen? The original one? Give me some... The one from the 70s? Yeah. The first, very well, first Well, how about this? Name was changed three times. Uh, well, how about... We'll lost take a... footage. Go ahead. We'll take a short little break, and then we'll come back and talk about more cursed movies. How about that? That sounds good. Right, okay. So we'll be right back. everybody, I'm JC3. And I'm Mr. West. And, and this, this episode, episode is brought to you by Dubby. Made by professionals in the USA, Dubby was formulated to give you focus and energy with no jitters or crash. No jitters. 
Their formula contains vitamins, amino acids, including the patented Neurofactor. Neurofactor. You know what Dubby doesn't give you? What is that? No calories. No calories. No sugars, no, sugar. no, fillers, no fillers, and no artificial flavors. When the raw ingredients arrive to their FDA-registered and inspected facility that strictly adheres to GMP guidelines, they undergo a quarantine while a small sample of each ingredient is taken to test for any impurities, while also being tested to ensure that the ingredients are actually what they are supposed to be and have the proper dosage. And once the ingredients pass all the tests, then they're cleared to get mixed into the formula. So head on over to w.gg and use our offer code is this real pc for 10% off your first order. That's d u b b y.gg and use the code is this real pc for 10% off. They have great flavors such as Galaxy Grenade, Dub Sludge, Pass and Joy Tea, Monkey Madness and Dragonade. My personal favorite is Dragonade. Dragonade's right here. I got Dragonade right here. Delicious. Drink Dubby and be better. These products are not intended to diagnose, cure or prevent any disease. Hello, this is JC3 speaking. If you want to know more about Is This Real Podcast and our parent company, Green Hour Media, then visit greenhourmedia.org. You can find and follow all of our social media pages through our website. If you love our content, then you can support us by subscribing to our YouTube channel and our Patreon page. Remember, that is greenhourmedia.org. And we're back with more of our Curse Movies episode. Again, this episode presented by Dubby. Shout out to Dubby. Shout out to Dubby. Go to W.GG. Get your, get your percentage off, 10% off with the code Is this real PC. That's right. Dubby. Uh, Mainline yes, some Dubby. dragon power or dragon no, whatever. Shut up. Shut shut your shut up. Stop it. It. How do we not know that? How do you not know our the products? That I don't have it in front of me right now. And I, you know, when you when you drink as much Dubby as I do, all your you're thoughts snorting kind of, Dubby. You're not all drinking. All your thoughts kind of like blend into one. <laughs> one giant right thought. I drink Dubby um, all day long. So the ne- the we'll, we'll get to the omen in the second. My heart's the next, about to give out. The next movie that they have is. Uh, the one we were talking about before, The Blair Witch Project. Oh, really? The Blair Witch is on yeah. there. Horror is a great way for young talents to break How into the business. How is that movie cursed? I'm reading it. Horror is the great way for young talents to break into the <laughs> business uh, because often what you don't see is scarier than what you do. So yeah. it's a godsend for indie filmmakers for uh, with more creativity than budget. The Blair Witch Project came about exactly at the right time, exploring the still uh, nascent worldwide web Nascent, did I say that word correctly? I don't know. I'm not reading the article. It managed to cultivate its own urban legend of supposedly lost camp footage that was recovered after a group of young filmmakers went missing. The uh, conceit of it being filmed on the fly covered the the overall fact that you don't really see much of anything. You don't see fucking anything at all. And the clever use of sound effects and the overall uh, natural... That was weird. The plane, I'm sorry. The plane just got really loud real quick. <laughs> it's not, they're not coming. The Japanese have uh, not come for a long time, Joe. Stop I'm not it. worried about the Japanese. I'm worried about the Russians. Uh, and, and the overall naturalistic performances by the lead actors made you think just for a second that maybe this was the real deal. Of course, Book of Shadows Blair Witch 2 came out and around a year later to confirm that, yes, this was indeed just a cheesy horror franchise at its core. Yeah, they had to get um, at one point the three stars had to show up on David Letterman 
because it's like people were going into the woods in Maryland, be like, we're gonna find these kids, and it's like, no, they're not there. They don't exist. They're not real people. It's like, no, no, they're there somewhere. I saw the film. It's like, okay, so they, they had to appear on David Letterman to be like, we're not dead. Didn't we they made just, a movie over the last couple? Of, didn't they just put a, a, another Blair Witch out, like a third one? They made a third one. Here's what's weird. Now, and that one was just as shitty. I didn't see the third one. I didn't see the third one at all. I saw the first they one. All Every, sucked. Everyone did. The first one sucked. Like you keep. There's a uh, reason I, why it works though, because you keep. It works off of anticipation. Yes. You keep expecting to see something, and you don't want to cover your eyes, but you do because you think that any moment something's going to happen, and nothing ever does. It's the I'll ultimate be, cock block. The the only found footage movie to me worst way to put it that has I mean granted yes technically this was a complete and utter success it made millions. oh yeah yeah absolutely financial millions as far as like moviegoers like real movie people. <laughs> The movie was a shitty movie. It's a shitty movie from a story aspect. Production aspect, you're going to get as good as it was put into it because it's yeah. designed that way. And as far as... And what I think... You know, from the money the, end, the yeah, peak brilliant. The of this of found footage type films was is, to me, is always going to be the uh, Paranormal Activity, the first one. Yeah, same shit. It's, well, that one you actually did see shit, though. Right, but this you're talking a different generation. Ten yeah. year, I think it was 10 or 15 years later it passed. Yeah. yeah. And you had the opportunity to do something well, again. Yeah. I think Paranormal Activity, the first one, damn, bro, I was in, I was in middle school when that first one. Yeah, right. Was, so I know, the, I know, Blair Witch came out in '99. Like, oh, it was like, it was like, yeah, it must have been like oh eight, oh nine. Yeah, oh, I believe the first. So about ten years yeah. passed. So you had the opportunity to like, okay, that idea died. Let's play it up again and let's improve it. Yeah. So then you know the hooves and the and the baby powder and you know yeah it I'll be honest thrown across when the room. I when I when I, it, when I was in middle school that scared the fuck out of me it was, it was a good movie it was very well done but it, like yeah, like it. when he was, the, it the if night you it came out if you continue the storyline and watch the second through like eighth one it's like shitty storyline I'm good more. but the first one completely to me sat there and I was like that's See, that's the peak of found footage yeah here's here's Blair Witch they did their best to milk we'll that record, fucking thing we'll re- uh, record REC. Was another good yeah, one. another one. Yeah, uh, no quarantine, VHS. Uh, quarantine. Yeah, quarantine was the another first, one. The first two quarantines weren't that bad. Yeah, I mean they did a but lot of. Like you said, this is peak. This is peak. Uh, they did a lot footage. of found footage. Now the, the Cloverfield, Cloverfield. Cloverfield. Now they tried to milk fucking Blair Witch as long as possible because they released eight young adult novels, and they were all like, "Hey, I'm the cousin of the chick who went missing," <laughs> and here's some more Blair Witch related. Uh, things and I was like okay I'll read it and I have them all still and they're, they're fine they're like spooky stories for kids yeah, but much, have you seen any of these movies? too much reading for it, it's a the, but yeah after they yeah. did the first one the second one came out which is a guilty <laughs> pleasure movie of mine because I like that one it's a terrible movie but the chick is dancing naked in the woods well let's just put it like that Sito since you you are the younger youngest one out of all of us yeah. um as far as any of the movies we've spoke about so far, have you seen like have you seen The Exorcist? All of them. Oh, you, you've seen you've seen The Exorcist, The Old yeah. Man. I'm just nodding my head to, a- to anything Anthony says about The Blair Witch. I'm gonna be honest. Oh no, I, I think we're all in agreement with that one. The Blair Witch is a shitty movie. Great concept. Rare, rare moment where rare moment where we're all in agreement with Anthony. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Great concept and, and a great idea. Life. And as far as filmmaking aspect and, and the way they want to do. Perfect. Perfect. And, I mean, and it had everyone talking, other than just the, the the ending, had everyone talking. It's like, why was he standing in the corner? What? Oh, I saw something. No, you didn't. And that's the other thing. 
everyone thought they saw something, so they had to go back and watch it again. Yep. That's more money in the pockets of the producers. Yep. Brilliant movie from that aspect. That's all I have to say. Well, <laughs> let's move on to The Omen, Dad. Mm-hmm. So they, put, they, they, they wrote it like this. Ready? They go, strap in for this one. Shut up. Damn it. <laughs> strap Pro- on, Anthony. Strap in. Damn it. Uh, producer paying. Harvey Bernard, 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 whatever the fuck you want to call it, claims that the initial idea for the seminal horror classic, The Omen, came from an advertising exec named Bob Munger. Munger suggested that a movie about the Antichrist would be cool, but that no one should actually make it because the devil was at work and he didn't want to make that film. Really? You know what would be really a great idea? <laughs> I'm not going to do it, but somebody crime. should. Um, Let's make a movie about the devil. I well, don't want to figure out what the devil has, but he may He it. may have been right. Uh, just a month before filming was to start, lead actor Gregory Peck's son committed suicide. Sure. Check right. one. Starting off strong. As he flew to the set, Peck... <laughs> was it suicide or was it a sacrifice? As he flew... Stop, t- stop. As Peck... As Peck flew to the set, his plane was struck by lightning. Strike two. I don't like what's happening to me. And then, wait, and then executive producer Mark Neufeld's plane was also struck by lightning on his way to the same location. Check three. Wait, is this all before? That's more rare because imagine the imagine the plane got hit in the same exact spot twice. Bro. Hold on. When they say lightning don't strike bro, twice. Bro, hold on. It did, it did, it did. No, 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 not that. It gets fucking weirder. Ready for oh, this? It, does. it gets weirder. It absolutely does. The hotel Newfeld and his wife were staying in at the time, then got bombed by the Irish Republican <laughs> Army. <laughs> I don't want to make a movie about the Antichrist. <laughs> the crew hired a small plane to do scenario photography. But it was given to another client at the last minute. That plane crashed on takeoff and killed everyone on board. Seamus! Seamus, get the big one. They're making a movie about the devil, Seamus. We can't have that! Hey, yo, bro. Filming How many a, checks is this? Six? This is about f- uh, five or six right now, so ready. Filming a zoo sequence, the young boy playing the demonic Damien apparently upset the baboons so much that they started freaking out. So an animal uh, wrangler was called to help. The fuck are you going to do? Get in and start kickboxing with the fucking monkeys? The next day, he was mauled by a tiger and killed. <laughs> Different animal completely! <laughs> Holy shit, yo. The tiger was like, hey, yo, baboons, tenderize them for me. <laughs> but perhaps the most chilling result of the curse, this, this is going to be the most chilling, was what happened to the special effects supervisor, John Richardson. One of his big FX sequences in The Omen was one in which a character is depicted by the by a sheet of glass. Yes. While working on his next movie set in the Netherlands, Richardson and his assistant were involved in a car accident, and his assistant, you guessed it, was... Oh, I said depicted. Was deca- uh, decapitated. Yes. So, not depicted. Decapitated. I read that a little too fast. Yes. So, in The Omen, there's a scene... Someone gets decapitated someone by glass. Someone gets de- decapitated by glass. His next movie that he goes to, his assistant gets decapitated by. And him. where was he when Perhaps. he was on the way? Where was that second? Where would that car accident take place? Uh, in the Netherlands. Oh, the Netherlands. This is okay. number eight now. Yes. Yo. Uh, legend has it uh, the accident occurred near a street sign that read "Omen 6. 66.6 kilometers." Sure it did. Uh, See that I don't believe. Unless see, it's a uh, fucking O M M E N. 
unless I see like a picture of the crash <laughs> with the sign in the background, that I'm gonna be like, that's a little too on the money. Uh, so their plausibility score for all this is a four out of five. Not a yeah. five out of five. Do you know that the the devil works? Wait, who was that last guy that, that got uh, the devil uh, works? Mysterious. John, John Richardson. John that might actually be a real sign. Because Richardson. Of Netherlands. Omen, 66.6 sign. That might actually be a real sign. Netherlands, car. Yeah. Crash. I have never seen this movie. This is like the first movie. So the plausibility score is 4 out of 5. It's hard to write all these off as coincidence, even when people, uh, some people discount some of it. Like the existence of the uh, Dutch street sign, uh, there's a lot more that's been verified. So apparently the Dutch street sign has been verified. Okay. I'm, I, I'm willing to take an L. Do you, do you know how that the, the little kid, uh, Harry Harvey Stevens, got the part? Let me no. guess. He sat there and stared at a piece of paper no. and did nothing. When four-year-old Harvey Stevens auditioned for the part of Damien, direct, director Richard Donner had him act out one of the role's more demanding moments. Donner invited Stevens to attack him, and he did. He kicked him right in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> the ballsy move is the reason Steven got the role. I'll be so, honest, though. I mean, it's not a curse type of deal, no, but, but it's a little it's, weird. It's, it's kind of creepy. Kid's Come on, like, kid. Fight me. <laughs> like, you'll get this if you fight me. <laughs> like, that's... He's Hisoka. Yo, that's... that's kid, Richard Darn, one we one v one to four-year-old. Square up, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Square uh, up. Roll. So the next movie, I don't like the title of this next movie. Go on. Cannibal Holocaust. Oh. I've heard of this. I've heard of Cannibal Holocaust. All right, go ahead. I've heard of this. 1980 has a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes. I know where they're going to go with this. We're going to get Not long after Snuff, another film came under fire for allegedly depicting actual murders. Yes. And it all was an early example of found footage horror to boot. Yes. This Italian cult movie was built around the idea that a found footage, uh, that footage was discovered after American film crew disappeared in the Amazon rainforest and were killed and eaten by indigenous cannibals. The gore is so intense and realistic that a few days after the movie's premiere, Italian authorities... Wow, sorry. I'm, again, I'm sick. Italian authorities co- confiscated Excuses. the film. Director Ruggiero Diodato was charged with obscenity and he was eventually slapped with a murder charge when it was suggested Cannibal Holocaust was, in fact, a snuff film. Although it was later proven to be uh, that none of the actors were killed or harmed, the film does depict scenes of intense animal cruelty that were real. Fun fact, the fake documentary the crew was working on was called The Green Inferno, which would be the title of the adopted, uh, adopted by Eli Roth for his 2013 homage to Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, he did a movie very similar. I mean, <coughs> Cannibal Holocaust, it gave a bad name to cannibals all around the world. I hate you so much. <laughs> it also, I it also starred, hate you so much. <laughs> it also starred the late, great Robert Kerman. You know who Robert Kerman is? Uh, educator. Kerman the okay. Frog here. You're our prince of porn here, so... Okay, Robert Kerman. Prince of porn. Not I'm the prince. Name. Robert He's Kerman. He's the king. I'm the prince. Robert Kerman, who, who was a... A phenomenal actor. This guy was on TV and everything else. How big was his dick? Okay, I don't know. Anyway, he went under his porn name as uh, R. Bola or Richard Bola, and he made a lot of porn movies, and he could never make the swing into, you know, into legitimate movies. But that was one of them that he did, and he also then there was a sequel he did too. He made also. I I wish his name was like Ebola. You're a dick. I swear to God. 
Alright, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give this next one to you. I'm not, I'll let my voice take. The next one is a, is the crow. Thank you for giving me the heads up. Uh, so I can pull up the research up. Oh, there we go. You know the crow like the back of your hand. Yes, I know the crow. Brandon Lee was cast in the crow, son of the, uh, late great Bruce Lee. And Brandon, um, in a scene, uh, that depict his character in the movie's death, Eric, uh, Eric's death. They gave, um, I forget the guy's name who shot him, but they gave them gave him a prop gun, and it misfired and it caught him right in the chest. And they were filming. Well, and I they, that, well hold on, Didn't, I thought it was. I thought he got killed by a blank. Yeah, a blank. Yeah, they, but it was a, a prop gun misfired. A blank went out, caught him in the chest. Was fired at close range. That's why. And uh, the director yelled, "Cut!" And Brandon didn't get up. They rushed to the hospital. He died. Um, and they had to finish the movie, which they did. And the only thing they really had to do was um, they filmed a lot of stuff with a stunt double in shadow, so you couldn't really see his face. And the stuff where the scene where he's putting the makeup on his face for the first time, it's all shot from the back, and everything in the mirror that you see of his face is all CGI'd in. And you can kind of tell. I mean, it holds up very, very well, but. If you know what you're looking for, you can kind of see oh, it doesn't really look as clear or looks like you're superimposed a bit. But that's what happened with the crow. I don't know of any other curses that came from it other than just Brandon's death. But the whole idea of the crow is there's a story is a comic strip written by comic strip is a comic written by James Obar graphic novel. And in it, it's about a rock and roller who um, a rock and roll artist and his girlfriend who are violently killed and he is resurrected from the grave to avenge him and his girlfriend Shelley's murder. That's and, essentially and what rape. it is. Well, yeah, she was beautifully R-worded. Um, not I him only, so much. I only throw it in because I just... I no, it's in there. I'm reading, I'm reading it TikTok. right now. <laughs> I don't care. Um, there's, Never there's know what's going to wind up on TikTok. There was a lot more that happened on that, though. Apparently, why, is, uh, why the Crow is a cursed film. Uh, the set was... Uh, there was a lot of setbacks and accidents. The set was destroyed numerous times, most only by a hurricane that struck uh, North, Cali- North Carolina, which is the filming uh, location. But in general, the problem seemed to have been caused mostly by the fact that it was low budget and behind schedule. Well, that's also a factor. And corners were cut a little too rec- uh, recklessly. Some even claimed that the Chinese mafia assassinated Bruce and Brandon, which is eerie when you think about the fact that Bruce Lee's last film, Game of Death, seems to predict this. Uh, in that movie, Bruce's character is a martial arts actor who is shot by an assassin posing as one of the stunt crew. Also, the biopic Dragon the Bruce Lee story anthropomorphizes anthrop- anthropomorphizes whatever the fuck um, the supposed family curse as a physical demon that haunts Lee his whole life. At one point in the film, the demon goes on after a young Brandon. Dragon was released in 1993, a year before The Crow. You also missed something, too. There was also, I think, I don't know, well, I could have missed it, but you said, on the first day of shooting, an electrician was backing a cherry uh, picker truck up and hit high-tension wire on power lines above him. He was electrocuted and caught on fire. Everyone rushed into the hospital. motherfucker's on fire. Listen. He was uh, treated for second and third degree burns. He survived, but he had but, to get his ears removed. But here's the thing. But that like, was the first thing that happened. But here's right the thing. Like, okay. When you have budgetary, when you're behind and there's budgetary issues and it's a low budget thing and all this shit, people cut corners like 
mistakes will happen. Like, there is hundreds and hundreds of people who have been hurt uh, or killed working on movies. Stunt people, actors and actresses. Like, this is not exactly uncommon. I mean, just look at what happened, like, not even a year ago. Alec Baldwin. He shot a woman to death. Well, you mean to death means, like, he stood over and, like, bang, bang. No. Like, he shot her. She's dead. And now they're, they, they're still, like, the, the, the lawyer wants to bring him up on charges of, of like, well, involuntary did. manslaughter. They, they did. did. Yeah. They, they brought him up on charges. Right. So, I mean, he's facing, he could face 10 years in prison if found guilty. But you now have to figure, like, the biggest question is, like, uh, who the fuck broke real bullets on set, assholes? Well, so like this is common. Like people get hurt. Yeah, Hollywood is dangerous. I mean, Vin Diesel has lost this. Nothing's more strong than family. But Vin Diesel had a stuntman who went who who flew into a wall, like doing. It was a paragliding thing. Family. It was a paragliding thing during I think Fast Nine, and the guy like misjudged it and like splat into a wall. And there was a movie I think Triple X. No, I might have got the reverse, but like Triple X, someone got hurt. In Fast Nine, someone got hurt or someone died. Like, it's it's a dangerous thing to be a stunt person. Yeah. Well, we we're just find the Vin Diesel curse. <laughs> you work for Vin Diesel, you die. We're gonna take a short little break and we'll come back. There's a couple more movies and then uh, we'll get into whether we believe in curse movies or not. But we'll be right back. If you liked this video today please click the like and subscribe button and make sure to hit the notification icon to keep up with all our videos. And welcome back to our episode that is presented by Debbie! W.gg, go to W.gg, get your uh, 10% off by using the code ISTHISREALPC for all your Debbie products. Yeah, we've been making a killing, let's keep it going. Yes, um, so uh, we have a couple more movies. And the one I would like, I know, Dad, you have two. I, w- I want to get my first one out of the way because it's one that we've talked about uh, on this show. We had a whole episode dedicated on it. Yes. It is Rosemary's Baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I believe that was your first episode, Rosemary's Baby. That's the episode that Pop West's Cherry? Pop West his Cherry? Yeah. What? Um, was it the first? No. I think that was the West first. popped his cherry. Did you just have a stroke? Huh? <laughs> Boy, you people, okay. where's my well, horse? Well, I did pop my cherry pretty late, so. Okay. Anywho. Uh, so, Rosemary's Baby. Yes, that was the episode that, like, after that, I started. Yeah, you and, yeah, you and Wes was I here. Just... Uh, you and uh, Roblox was here all the time yeah, after, after that. that. that's when I pretty much just, like, became a uh, Why not complete uh, Satan's own personal trilogy with a supposedly cursed movie that predates both The Omen and The Exorcist? Rosemary's Baby is rightly credited with the redefining the uh, with redefining the horror genre by taking it away from the campy cobwebs and castles of old, of old Vincent Price days and legitimizing it as a real grown-up art form. That's fair to Excuse say. Excuse me. I That's fair. I mean, think of all the movies that came before Rosemary's Baby. It was stuff like House on Haunted Hill, which or, is still brilliant. No, they they the, like yes, but they had this like the skeletons on strings type of shit. You know what campy. I mean? They were campy. They and then you have this movie where a woman's being raped by Anton LaVey in a devil mask. You're like, all right, this is different. You know, that was Anton LaVey? Yeah. Dude, you were here for the fucking Anton LaVey episode that kicked off this season. I don't remember you saying that in the movie. I said Yes, I mean, he in, said in a, that. In episode. You even fucking Wait, responded to it. 
Are we going to bring up that clip right now from the first episode of the no, season? No, no, no. Let's, uh... That's he hit the button by mistake. So we'll redo that. That's good, because I kind of, like, threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God! <laughs> Why would you share that? <laughs> well, that, that whole little pause that I did... That was that. <laughs> oh, my I'm just vomiting. All right, are we ready? Five. That's fine. Four. I was picking my nose, you know. I needed to roll. It's a good thing we're doing. I'm figuring my ass. Four, three, two. And welcome back to our Cursed Movies episode presented by Dubby. Shout Dubby. 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 Go to Dubby. What? I thought someone said Joe. I'm like, what? What happened? Go to W.GG, go punch in the code IsIsRealPC for 10% off any Dubby products, uh, and continue to support IsIsReal. Yeah, Dubby's right some there, good shit. The way you're staring off right now is like, kind of concerning. You okay? Are you being cursed? Do you need some Dubby? No, I'm just waiting for this thing to get moving here. I don't like the okay. fact that both your hands are on the desk. What are you doing down there? <laughs> is uh, I going to entertain myself somehow? So, Dad, I know you do have... Um, you have two more movies you want to talk about. Well, you were in the middle of the Rosemary's Baby, so I think That's, maybe we should. Just... You know, we that was a mistake that we cleared up that didn't happen on this new thing. Hi, that everyone. was wiped away. We fucked away. We well, fucked, I fucked wanna, away. I want to talk about Rosemary's Baby now that you brought it up. No, can I? Can I? Can go ahead. Go ahead. Because I think on. the conversation that me and Anthony were having before someone hit the button was uh, very interesting. Listen, just because you Muay Thai me doesn't mean anything. So prior to Anywho, Rosemary's Baby. So hold on. So while not complete Satan's own personal trilogy with the supposed, uh, supposedly cursed movies that predates both The Omen and The Exorcist, Rosemary's Baby is rightly credited with redefining the horror genre by taking it away from campy cobwebs and castles of old Vincent Price's days and legitimizing it as a real grown-up art, art form. Right. Yes. And what the conversation we had that now that dad just pulled back the fucking curtain and exposed our fourth wall uh, <laughs> is that you're welcome. Vincent Price and ha they, they were campy in a way. The, they the were. I mean, you saw like this. skeletons on street. And again, and if shit. you didn't, if, if you haven't watched this movie, I, I suggest you go do go do it. It is 1962. Eight. 68. It is cheesy by cheesy. Today. You think it's cheesy? It is well, it would be. Cheesy I don't know. By by today's standards. There's a rape scene including Anton LaVey dressed as the devil. It doesn't seem too cheesy to me. I don't think it was cheesy at all. I think what it what it did was it brought out a, a part of um, satanic under, underworld um, that could be going on in certain aspects of areas of our life. Like you mean like undertones? Undertones, you know, stuff like that. I mean, you got... The undertones of the underworld of Satan. He can blow me always if you'd like. Okay. I'm, I'm correcting you. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so let's get back to Rosemary's Baby here. But, yeah, so uh, uh, all I'm saying is we do have an episode on this, uh, on Is This Real? Right. It's like in season one. Yeah. In season one, season no, two, season something two, like I that. Think it was like the, it was, it was the West Halloween. first episode. Yeah, it, was, it was the bad old days. Yeah, it was, it was you know, where our audio, we were talking like this. Didn't we all sit and watch the movie and then come down? And, and then go? come down right yeah. after. Okay. That's when we all sat down and watched the movie and then came down right after. Where it was like looking at every, every noise that was. 
No, go no, on. Was, like, bing, I've I, I've well, I've seen this movie because of you over, over the years, and it, it really truly is one of my favorite horror movies. Mm-hmm. Is because again, it's horror movies th- these days can sit there and really over dramatize the horror. There wasn't a, it, was it, it was simple horror, and shit. That, it, again, it's things that make you think. That there's one of this, which is why I think it worked as well. It's one of those movies that made you think of. That could actually happen to me. What I, what I, Not what, that, you know, the whole Anton LaVey, you know, Satan Well, raping. it's also something that you didn't see much of in mainstream Hollywood right. either. It's yeah. like, it made you question your neighbors because it's just, well, at least I, at least I always I were, question my at neighbors. Least, at least if I were to watch a movie like this back in those days where, like, you would think that your neighbor is, like, your best friend or anything. And then the possibility of a, sat- a Satan worshiper... And then having all it wasn't this. just one; it was the entire fucking building. Well, what I, what well, I, yeah, well, you know what I mean. Like that's like, just, that's the sort of stuff that you don't that you wouldn't have thought. Yeah, I mean about. nowadays they put that right on Yelp. Yeah. It's like <laughs> or Zillow. <laughs> the woman You'll... who played the old lady, Bruce Gordon, she was great because she was her friend. She gave her the little milk drink to milk, you know, the, the little drink to, to drink. You know, she was a cute old lady, and turned out that she looked more a fucking Satanist. So, you know, and it had a great cast in it. I mean, John Cassavetes, Ruth Gordon, you Mia know, Farrow. Uh, uh, Mia Farrow, and then uh, the guy who played in. Uh, I think I only saw it once. I can't think of his name. He, play, he played one of the, the brothers in uh, Trading Places. No, I saw it. I saw it. Oh, um, um, Ralph Bellamy. Ralph Bellamy, yes. You know, so it was a really an all star cast. Well, so. let's, let's, let's get into the reason why they think it's cursed. Yeah, besides, I'm not talking to you, Randall. Besides, um,. You know the whole, the actual plot of the movie. Uh, so, sh- producer William Castle, who was infamous in the 1950s and 60s for promoting all sorts of gimmicks like floating skeletons and rumbling theater seats in an effort to sell the reality of of his horror films, believed that real witches had cursed the set. The film's composer suffered a nasty fall shortly after the movie movie rap- wrapped. And died after being comatose for several days. The director actually was hospitalized for <coughs> kidney stones as well. Uh, Castle himself, well, no, the, the producer Castle yeah, himself. I was about to say Castle wasn't the what do you call it? Roman the director, yeah. directed it. Uh, Castle himself fell ill with painful gallstones that required surgery, and of that course, director so Roman Polanski's wife at the time, actress Sharon Tate, and their unborn child would fall victim to the Manson family a year. After the film's release, yeah. It's, it's, listen, I understand. Like, the stars are aligned here for like it's a curse, but at the same time, it's like gallstones are a medical condition. Somebody tripped and fell, and Sharon Tate was the victim of an infamous crime. Was at least Roma, the is, first two is like those things happen. People fall no, off ladders, yeah. and people. Well, get sick. the one that just did the 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 the, the whale movie, right? No, 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 that wasn't Roman. Wasn't Polanski That's the Darren one that, that Aronofsky, charged, I think. Uh, charged I think with the raping last... a fifteen-year-old right. girl? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Back in back in like the yeah. early seventies, the last thing that Roman Polanski did that house. was released was The Pianist. It was in Jack Nicholson's house, which I think is a brilliant movie, by the way. Well, but anyway, was, well, he was cool with Jack Nicholson. He uh, Castle actually experienced hallucinations of scenes from the film and was said that at one point have screamed, uh, "Rosemary, for God's sakes, drop that knife." So, you know, I agree with Anthony. I think, you know, this is a, this is a lot of coincidences. I don't see anything curse-wise here at all. I really don't. I mean, it doesn't help when you have the leader of the satanic church play the devil well, yeah. in the movie. You're right, but as we talked about in the, the, Anton, LaVey the Anton LaVey episode, was he as much as he says he or was he just a, a really big... Like, you want me to play Satan, Satan himself? And this is him later. 
You know, that, that was what... He's like, you know what? I think I can brush off my acting chops for that role. I'll do some research. But that's what I'm saying. It, like, Motherfucker's it, writing the book. Of course he knows what he's doing. Anton LaVey was, you know, he was he was a trickster. You know what I'm saying? If we believe most of the shit that we talked about in that episode, he was a fucking trickster. Right. And made people believe what they want. All right, Dad, you have two movies yeah, you want to get to? Yeah, both of them in the Conjuring universe. The first one I'm going to go to is Annabelle. Um, Fuck that movie. <clears throat> Well, the director, John, uh, John R. Leonetti, reported seeing and taking a picture of three fingers drawn through the dust along the window, backlit by the moon. Uh, notably, oh, the demon of Annabelle, wait a minute, has three fingers or talons. Naturally, it spooked the director. Second, P, uh, producer Peter Safran Sa- can attest that while mysterious markings may have been easy to dismiss, sudden unexpl- unexplainable events that mirrors the horror of the film being made are harder to write off. Okay, we because we shot this in the amazing old apartment near Koreatown, and in some funky stuff was going down. In particular, the first day a demon was shooting in full makeup. We brought the demon up in the elevator. He walks out and walks around the green the, the green room to where we're holding the talent. And just as he walks under a giant glass light fixture is being followed by the actor. I'm sorry, hold on. A giant glass light fixture is being followed by the actor playing the handyman of the, the building. And all of a sudden, the, the entire glass light fixture falls down on his head, the jan- on, on the janitor's head. And in the script, the demon kills the janitor in the hallway. It was totally freaky. That's that one. Um, I don't know if anything else went on, you know. Yeah, but isn't that doll itself actually, like, really haunted? The well, original the, doll, the not original. The, not the one they used for the movie. No, the one they used for the movie is well, just it's, the doll. It's, like it's they a prop doll. Creepy. They made like a dozen of them because they, you know, the one that why the one that's in the the one that's in um the right, that's, Ed, uh, Ed Ed and uh, Lorraine's house. Right, that's, that's not that's a, a raggedy end. That's doll. a raggedy end doll. They couldn't put that in that the movie. That had no hands. Well, they couldn't use well, that I mean, in, the, in like the movie because they would get sued. But, but that was the. But that was it. Was actually, that movie was based on that, that actual yes. doll, the right? Mo- right? They they. Well, they, uh, to be honest, the entire to, to me, what it seems like the entire fucking universe surrounds that doll. The entire Conjuring universe surrounds. Well, that you can't doll. say the Conjuring does because it really has nothing to do with that doll except in the beginning with that little snippet in the beginning. But but everything leads because it's if if I'm again I don't want to sit there and go into a whole fucking Conjuring. Dialect, but if I'm sitting here thinking about what the Conjuring universe is, most of these fucking like Valak and and all these lead back to the same demon that haunts the doll. Yeah, well, funny. no, the doll. I just was looking it up because I never saw Annabelle. So it I was actually like, is creepy. I saw the third Annabelle movie, which like the f- the first one. That's the one that that, that you had the, the demon coming up the stairs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see the that first. Fucked me. I up. didn't see the first one. I saw the third one, and I just looked it up. So it, the the demon from the nun's name is Valak. The one from Annabelle's name is uh, uh, Malthus, Malthus, some but they're shit connected like that. somehow. Yeah, they're both from hell. They're neighbors. They live in the same. <laughs> <laughs> they live in the same commune. They live in the same. They live on the same cul-de-sac. You know, they literally like hey, wave each other. Hey neighbor. Yeah, hey, they, neighbor. they walk out with a little fucking briefcase. Where are you? Where are you uh, haunting today? Oh, off to torture some souls today. <laughs> I'm torturing souls in a monastery in Italy. You have fun. Take some pictures. Get me a shot glass. And then just. What are you doing today? Ah, uh, my boss got me possessed of some fucking doll. <laughs> you know, so... Do they work 40 hours, or do you the, think they work overtime? They have to work overtime, no. because kids <laughs> kids scare at night. So they're, like, they're waiting up all day. So it's, I guarantee, like, I'm going out for lunch, but they're out for, like, a half an hour, 45 minutes. Dad, do you have minutes. another fucking movie? <laughs> I do, I do. Glad you asked. 
It's actually from the nun. You're, you're just talking about it. Lavalic. Okay, the nun. All that she needs was a little dick, and she would have been fine. This one is a little hard to understand. It's a hard to. Well, uh, it's it's a little it's it's a tough one. Okay. The one. chick. First of all, the chick that played the nun is actually very good looking. No, no, no. I've seen her without makeup. Okay. I'd rather fuck her with the makeup on. There was unexplained bruising on on some of the people. Okay. Um, to an alleged water poltergeist. <clears throat> but one of the story water series. Water this is an airbender next. Like, no. Director James Hardy claims to have seen not one but two apparitions. While filming a sequence in the narrow hallway of a real-life Romanian no. castle, Corin recounts stepping in a side room to allow the camera to pass. When he entered the dark space, he saw two men sitting at the back of the room. He assumed they were crew members. Corin stayed in the room for one take and upon completion, turned to speak with the men, but they were both gone. And they, yeah. didn't, they didn't go past him. So what were they? Again, his word. First of all, you're also filming in a Romanian castle. That's where like ghosts are invented. Yeah, like that. That's like the the origin of every ghost is in somewhere in Romania. Like spooky shit happens on the. Where do we get that from? Come on, come on. I'll wait. Where do we get? Where do we connect Romania with every fucking Transylvania? Well, Transylvania, Dracula, Dracula. Dracula. All goes back to the greatest horror film ever, in my opinion. Okay, that's the one without makeup. Look at that. Um, what's her name? Wait, hold on. Bonnie. It's right there. Bonnie Aaron's. I'll be honest. Don't put the makeup on. Put on the habit. I'm into weird shit. <laughs> I'll, it's better with the makeup. I, I, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm sitting here. I, I prefer. It sounds sexist, but. I prefer the, the Dracula with Abbott and Costello over the actual Dracula movie. I'm, I'm, well, I'm, it's the same guy. No, I know that. The only two times he played it was the Dracula and then, you know, Abbott and Costello be Frankenstein. It so. was. That was better than the actual Dracula movie. You're talking so. about Bella Lugosi? Yeah. yeah. Yes. No, what I'm saying is I like that, the, the Abbott and Costello movie over the oh, original uh, Dracula. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, the last movie I have, I don't know. See, do you have any cursed movies you want to talk about? No, guys, kind of just hit them. Uh-huh. I mean, I got a movie for you that it's not, we could call it cursed, but I just think it was bad, poor planning. Uh, you ever heard of The Conqueror? Never heard of the movie, yeah. Conqueror was a movie that was made in 1956, so starring movie. John Wayne as Genghis Khan. I'm not making that up at all. I'm Genghis Khan. Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm going to raid your village, pilgrim. <laughs> you want to talk about a movie that was completely... Like, okay. We look back in 2023. <laughs> we look back in 2023 and go, oh, you know, shit was whitewashed and how could they do it in the 50s, whatever. This movie kind of stands out. You know, even back then, everyone was like, maybe not. Like, he played Genghis Khan. And this was back when, like, racism was a full-on thing, too. Like, yeah, like, they, they he... Turn I was like, John, no. It's like, this <laughs> is, like, we're play. making a movie about, like, Mongolians. John Wayne. John fucking Wayne, of course. <laughs> John Wayne, Susan Hayward, Agnes Moorhead. I could just see him in full <laughs> fucking... Mongolian little, uniform. Little Fu Manchu. Little Fu Manchu walking on top of the fucking China Wall. Well, here's the thing. They filmed this movie in Utah, but 140 miles away. Because yeah, from... I, I think that I think Mongolia when I think of Utah. Well, I mean, you need mountains and shit. <laughs> but they filmed this movie 140 miles away from nuclear testing sites. Nice. So they were... <laughs> <laughs> 
They were actively testing nuclear weapons. It was the site of Operation Upshot Knothole. <laughs> Shut up! Uh, all right. It was that operation. So they're testing nukes. This is 1955, 1956. We're testing nukes. Okay? Let's film a movie 140 miles away. Listen. Listen. Hey, you know what? Early, he might look like a Mongolian. Listen. We have a fucking disaster. We have a disaster in our country in 20... Hold on. There's an actual image? Oh, yeah. It's a whole movie. Oh, it really was made. I yeah, thought, yeah, I thought yeah. it wasn't. No, no, no. It was really made. Listen, we have a disaster now in 2023 with the Palace, East Palestine, whatever yeah. fucking train. People are sick. Animals are dying in Ohio. That's right? why I didn't want to go to Pennsylvania this weekend. People like, are legit getting hurt and sick in Ohio because of that train derailment. This was 140 fucking 137 miles from the nuclear test site. What do you think happened? Spoiler alert. They got sick. Cancer kills people. A lot of people got sick. Yeah, you know what? You know what John Wayne was thinking? I'll fucking do it again. No, he didn't because, well, okay, s- some people died relatively quickly afterwards. Some people took a long time. Like John Wayne died a couple of years later, but after he had developed stomach cancer or whatever kind of cancer it was. You had Pedro. Oh, I fuck. I'm gonna fuck his last name up. Just don't um, say it then. Uh, Pedro Armand. Armand uh, Armand Darius Darius whatever is it yeah just don't hand it over to the two Hispanics we have in the booth that one God forbid you know Armandaris Armandaris let's just utilize their talents as we can <laughs> so Petey died like he caught it he caught cancer immediately and like he's like I can't live with that so he killed himself like <laughs> oh my God like John Wayne died Susan Moorhead uh, Susan Hayward died Agnes Moorhead died like. <laughs> John, I think William, no, uh, Lee, uh, Lee Van Cleef died. Like Lee Iacocca? There are so many people who are associated with this movie who died of cancer within 10 years because, nice. you know, they filmed 140 miles away downwind from nuclear test site. Oh, downwind? <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, no, it's fine. What's that boom? No, don't worry about it. We'll use it for thunder in the film. Well... <laughs> I have one more film. Yikes! And uh, that'll be, then we'll wrap it up and you know do our whole if we believe in that movie made nine million dollars. Uh, it's called Atuk. I believe that's how to pronounce it. Atuk. 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 Uh, so rounding out our uh, their list of horror is not a horror film, but a movie that is believed to be so cursed it will never be made. Yeah. A comedy based in 1963. Oh, on a 1963. Uh, satirical novel called The Im- Incomparable Atuk yes. by Canadian author uh, Mordecai Rick- uh, Richel? Reichler. Reichler. The story is about an uh, Inuit? Inuit poet? Intuit? Es- Eskimo. Okay, that's not what they have here. But yeah, an cool. Inuit, Inuit are the Eskimo people. Oh, okay. That's, uh, that sounds racist. Snow- Alaskan natives. Snow Mexicans. <sighs> So it's about an uh, it's 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 yeah, poet. It's about a poet who travels to Toronto and has a series of fish out of water experiences in the big city. The film version Americanized it by making Atuk a native of Alaska who travels to New York. Sounds pretty basic, right? It might be well, 
It might be, uh, but if the movie didn't seem to kill every actor associated with the lead role. Yeah. Uh, the curse of a took is particularly weird because the novel itself isn't about anything sinister or paranormal. The first man up for the role was comedy legend John Belushi. Yep. After his untimely death from a drug overdose, the producers approached comedian Sam Kinison, who then died in a drunk driving accident. So they decided to offer the part to John Candy, who would die from a heart attack a few months later after getting the script. Undaunted, the part was even then dangled in front of another SNL vet, Chris Farley. He too would succumb to drug overdose. Even uh, Stranger, Farley allegedly gave a copy of the script to a friend of uh, a friend who he thought might be interested in, this, in the role, namely uh, fellow SNL alum Phil Hartman. Five months later, Farley's death, Hartman was shot uh, and killed by his wife. Uh, five months after Harley's death, Hartman was shot and killed by his wife, who committed suicide hours later. Yeah. So this movie is never made because they're like, should we give it to somebody else? No. I think Green Arrow should make it. No. We're right here. No. I can just get a big fluffy park. I'll play a took. No. <laughs> no, we would be canceled in a heartbeat. Why would we be canceled? Because we're white people. It's about a white man from Alaska coming to New York and being like, oh, this is some big buildings, eh? Just right there. What? The Canadians would hate us. Listen, it's not about Canadians, it's about Alaskans. Anywho. Do they have accents? I Alaskans? Mean, Alaskans? They're, they're, mm. yeah, I, th they're like... I think there's some sort of like... <laughs> You're an asshole. Isn't Alaska beautiful? Look at all the moose. Like, I think that's, that's as close as I can get to their accent. You're really an asshole. Well, let's just put it like this. Let's just uh, let's go right Natural beauty, it. but no one fucking lives there. Let's, let's go into it. Dad. Do you believed in these cursed movies? Again, do you believe that the, the movie could be cursed? Oh, yeah, I believe the movie could be cursed, absolutely. Do I believe the ones we're talking about? No, I don't. And none of you, them? None of them. Not even The Exorcist? <laughs> or Atuk that killed every comedic, no, favorite comedic I, actor I, I, in the 80s and 90s? I'd have to do more research on that one. I just I, showed it. I, I, no, I understand that, Joe, but that's a movie <laughs> I didn't prepare for, so I don't know. Um... I understand that, but I like to read it myself if you don't mind. Okay, read that all the five, all the six actors that they approached died. Okay, that, did, you know, this, you know. Okay, fine. Really so if that did in fact happen, then are they dead? I don't know if the movie was cursed. Yes, yes they are. If I, they're dead and they I, were offered uh, the role, how is? See now, this is where I start to call names, and he don't like it. Well, I didn't call you a name. So well, you know, you, you could. You just don't shut up. I don't now. think you should call me a name. Do I believe that a movie can be cursed? And if you're in fact telling me the truth and five actors died uh, when they were approached to get the movie, then maybe it is cursed. The stuff that other stuff that we talked about earlier, I don't. What? No. Oh. Okay. So, so no. A giant marshmallow. <laughs> Um. Uh, so, so no, no, none, none of the curses. I, even, I, no, I, I can't. Even say, Poltergeist and and none of that. Poltergeist, I'm going to say no because again, the girl, the little girl, lived to do. You know, she didn't die because of that movie. She went on to move to, to other. So movies. You, the the only thing you, you're basically saying, like it, the movie, if the movies are actually going to be cursed, you want them to be like struck on set dead. DOA on set. Or, no, not one, but he dead. But I mean, if there's going to be something happening that's strange to them, I want it to be connected to this movie. I don't want him to go on and do six movies and go, you know what? I made the movie 30 years ago. It must have been cursed because, you know, a bus hit me. 
That doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, what about pre? What about a little bit of pregame? Because there was there was some of them that were like some pregame things, like. Um, like Rosemary's Baby is, is is the scariest one to me. Okay, I'll go. I'll go last. Sorry. So I don't know. I, I I'm gonna reserve judgment on a lot of them because I think it's like Anthony said earlier. A lot of this Hollywood stuff, anything can happen on these sets. People try to cut corners. They're trying to save money. All right. You know so, uh, who knows? What about all the shit that happened on the Omen set? And uh, pre-Omen. Well, you know what? If you're going to give me one of these, that would be the one. Because there's a lot of stuff, other stuff that did happen that I was going to read. The but you, the too, plane twice is just, uh... you know, we would be here all <laughs> night. However, right if there. there's one that I would believe is cursed, it would be the Omen. All right. All right. Sito? Uh, I, I'm kind of with... Yeah, I like, a lot of these could just be set accidents. Some, like, some of them, I... I could sit down and believe, like the Tuk, like how a Tuk attic, whatever yeah. you want you to say. <laughs> a Tuk, like <laughs> attic. I'm gonna be honest, like the curse was kind of spawn killing actors before, like they spawn killing. <laughs> <laughs> yo. Like yo, they can't even get the role yet. Phil Hart. <laughs> Uh, all right, so so yeah. you're gonna go with the omen as as yeah, the only one. Yeah, that's like my most cursed. plausible one. All right, Pope. I'm the same way. The omen's probably the only one for me that sticks out. Everything else, kind of be like it's a little odd. <laughs> but I don't want to blame it on there. Like, thank you, darling. I mean, let, let's face facts. Like, like shit hap- bad shit happens all the time. Like Dad was saying, like people cut corners. You're looking to bad save shit happens. Yeah. Be a man. Exactly. It's like you know, <laughs> dust off. Get back to filming the movie. God damn it. You know, sometimes people see weird shit. Okay, ghosts exist. Oh, I don't you know. It's true. I'm I, buying an Annabelle doll. No, the fuck you're not. And I'm putting <laughs> it right up there. No, the fuck you're not. Yes, I am. You know, I'm going to do that. Yeah, and, and when the, the fucking thing moves in the middle of the night, and I'm going to say, Joey, I don't know what to do. You're not down here in the middle of the night. Don't worry about All it. All right, but when you come in the garage and you're Anyway. Sitting there, like, oh, oh, wait, $442? No, I'm not doing it. $440 for an Annabelle doll? You can get one from Hot Top for like 60 bucks. I mean, no, I don't, I don't. I don't think so. I don't think it's. Put it right above. I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I mean, maybe the omen would be the only one. Listen, here's some weird shit. Fucking, you know, uh, the guy who played Jesus, Jim Caviezel, he was struck by lightning while he was up on the cross. Twice, I think. Like, you know, that's a sign. Yeah, but you know what? I don't like this film. But I don't think he t- he told you he didn't feel it though. Well, he wasn't grounded. He was suspended on the fucking cross. Well, speaking about that, the the fucking you know Jesus about to take a dive bomb in Brazil, that that statue, that they was struck by lightning yeah, over the weekend. It gets struck by lightning all the time. It has fucking iron rods built into the head of it. It's supposed it's to get struck by fucking lightning. Fucking creepy. It's why the tw- it's the same thing with the World Trade Center. That's why the spires. No, on- that was hit by a plane. <laughs> Talk about curses. <laughs> can you sit down so we can finish this? I really must be in the adult because I have no idea what the fuck's going on right now. You missed it. Please, so we can finish this. My, my hat's God. off to you, sir. <laughs> the almond would be the only one. Wes, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, um, 
Yeah, the o- <coughs> the omen definitely is cursed. Um, a lot of this shit is bullshit to me. Um, can curses be a thing? Yeah, the omen's a good example of it. Other than that, yeah. Well, I think that's that's something we have to sit there and I, I don't even think we asked that at the beginning of the season. Like, do you believe in curses? I believe in curses. Like, uh, I don't think we actually believe that. Uh, believe that. I don't think we asked that at the beginning of the season. If we like all a, sit there, end of season thing. Because to be honest, if we all just say no, we don't believe in curses. That'd be yeah, very like you sit there. Season. Like I understand it's a general consensus that maybe we all do believe in it, but like most, I think most of the episodes we have done this season, we're like, eh, no. Like there's maybe one or two episodes that I think we all sit there like, yeah, they're pretty Little fucked. Bastard. Yeah, Little Bastard was pretty fucked. <laughs> yeah, right? When when just random random street people get attacked, like. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, for me, I, I do have to say, like, uh, the omen, yeah, I'm going to put on there. I, the the uh, Rosemary's Baby, I'm going to put up there. Uh, the Crow, I'll, I'll sit there and I believe the Crow a little bit. I I, I, I do. Um, but other than that, and maybe it took. Because, like, when, yeah, when, you're, when you're pre-killing actors... <laughs> yeah, that's spot, spot Spawn-killing. Spot when, like, you, when you're spawn-killing actors before they even get the role... And it's pretty, like, the, the movie fucked. has to be cursed if it was never made, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's pretty fucked. Like, you touch the script, you die. That's the movie we need to make. The documentary. You touch the script, you die. People will sit there and read that. <laughs> but, uh... Thank you, for guys, thank you guys for joining the episode. Um... What... Just trying to, we're, we're trying to redecorate the place down here with stuff you might enjoy, like the ten-inch rotating nun doll. See, yeah, okay. it's had he stopped at just ten-inch and rotating, I would have been like, go on. Yeah, Anthony would have liked the ten-inch rotating dildo. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. As far as most of these movies, what'd you say? He said Malik looked like his grandmother. Damn. Most of these movies, I'm going to say no. Like, The Exorcist intrigues me a lot. Um, but you know which, which movie we didn't talk Because I don't think anything happened on set. But the uh, what's the one movie about the, the, the cop that was that turned to Exorcist? What? Oh, no, no. You're talking about Deliverance from Evil. Yeah. That's uh, with... Um, Nothing happened on set, but that was a true story. It's a true story. Um, like, I don't know if you could count true stories as, like, weird shit. Well, no, like, it would have to be something that happened on the set. It burned down or something. I don't know anything about that, but uh, I'm trying to think of the guy's name, that uh, the detective. Um, yeah. Ed Starkey or Starkey or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that. But as far as that, like, I think most of these are just coinky dinks. Yeah, you know I did too. Really spooky quinky dinks. Really, really spooky urban quinky dinks. Spawn killing actors. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but again, uh, so we're going to we'll end this episode here. And uh, what do we have next week? What do we have next week? Oh, I don't know. I have it. Oh, we're um, coming up to the end of the season. I know that. Yeah, we have, I think, uh, three. three episodes left. Three episodes. Almost there. Yeah, yes. three episodes. And should uh, our last episodes when we tell people what we're going to do for season nine? Yes, let's leave that. Oh, next uh, week is the Hope Diamond. The Hope Diamond. Oh, that's going to be a good one. We have, we have no the hope. hope Diamond, the Ranger's Curse, and the And, and, and not for nothing, but you know what? I, I just want to talk to everybody out there now if you're watching this. Uh-oh. So you're in, <laughs> you're watching the show. You're you're enjoying our show, okay? Mm-hmm. You're supporting us by going to Dubby. Mm-hmm. You're doing all this stuff. There's hey, other st- We have other shows on the network, okay? Oh, yeah. 
We have our Patreon, and we're really busting it. Well, technically, that's not on the network. That's Patreon. I understand that, but it's all part of Green Arrow. It's part of what we're doing. Okay, we have the Is This Real After Hours, which I'm sure you guys are going to do tonight. Yes. Okay. That's only on TikTok. Right. Well, we have the Is This Real um, True Crime. That's really, really good. I listened to an episode or two. It's really good. I'm not on that, but... I won't hold that against them. How okay. did you listen? Did you, did you sign up for the Patreon? I no, never sent you the I, episodes. No, that's why I said I didn't list all of them. Okay. You just... didn't list any of them. <laughs> you lying prick. <laughs> they don't know that. Wait a minute. I got to pay to listen Wait, to this shit. Wait, hold on. No, no. If he can pull back the fourth wall, I can too. You're sabotaging the company, Joe. <laughs> wow. And it, don't forget WGAM. A couple episodes that we put out there, it's pretty good. You can't get that up and running, Dad. I know, it's a tough one. YouTube keeps on coming after us. WGAM. Yeah, something about rights to music. I'm not sure what that is. But anyway. that. (laughs) What do you mean I have to pay them? Anywho. I'm enjoying it, aren't I? (laughs) There just so happened to be a recorder there (laughs) while I'm listening to music. Uh, but yes, please go to www.greenhourmedia.org, all one word. Uh, go to our, we have we have shirts and t-shirts and stuff like that. Please and buy our shit. Please, please buy our shit. I mean, well, there's, there's there's people that are having spread shots. Right along, so uh, spread okay. shop. I mean, I I bought our shit. Yeah, I was I, so excited the other day. Yeah, he, he came down. He was like, someone just bought a shirt and a and a and a sweater. And I'm like, I'm getting ready to look at them. I'm like, Dad, I just bought a shirt and a sweater. He went. Fuck! <laughs> I'm like, it's a specific JC3 shirt. It has my face on it. it has my name on the side. What? <laughs> has my slogan down here. Oh, no, good job. Shook yourself. Yeah. Do you West wear- has his own shirt. Where is your shirt, by the way? Do you wear it while you jerk off? <laughs> I haven't received it yet. Me! Thank you, Wes. You know what? I, don't ha- I have no idea where my... I'm going to order one tonight. Okay. We're ordering our own shit. <laughs> you can add... Don't you motherfuckers sl- listen to Biggie? Never get high on your own supply! You can add that stuff... Scarface. <laughs> <laughs> you can add photos to, to, to it, too. Like, if you want to put a, a picture of yourself on there, you can. Why the fuck would I want to do that? To promote... Yourself. Me and and it has the is. I do this on once a week. That's all the promoting you're gonna get. See, we gonna promote. Look at my nice shirt. Walmart, nine dollars. We nine. not spot. We not sponsored. Okay, please the sponsor. Blank Mart, nine dollars. You know what? Do we really want we'll the Walmart sponsoring us? Caden will be able to wear it. You know what? Let's just put it like this. We talk about conspiracy theories. Do we want the Waltons sponsoring us? Twenty bucks is twenty bucks. <laughs> True. I'm just saying. Wouldn't we you, have wouldn't our? Would you like to is this real poster in every? Walmart but if Walmart, if the Walton said, yeah, you can't you, talk about Walmart. If you can walk there. into any Walmart and see your face in the shirt section, partner up with the subway they had that cute little subway. No. Joey from Is This Real always gets the chicken bacon ranch, and you should too. No. Get it the JC three way. That's brilliant, but no. Why we get our own? We can have Josh. First of all, we can, Artie and, and the other one. We can sell like. all of the Josh Roblox on cups in the little uh, area where they do the nails. Like the little oh, mini salon. No. You know, we're going to end this episode <laughs> here. Uh, again, go to www.greenhourmedia.org. Go to our spread shop. Get your uh, Is It Real and Green Hour Media t shirts. Me and Wes, we start doing the Ford. Uh, the if you want point. hats, there's hats there also. Where, which one's his mic? Turn his mic off. Uh, hey, it's now legal right. in Jersey. Nope, that's. 
I think that's his. I'll stop. Um, yeah, uh, go to Spreadshop, get your Green Hour Media and your Is This Real t-shirts. Go to our Patreon page, which is also on the website. Follow our TikTok page, Is This Real PC. Um, and we do After Hours, live After Hours, after every episode. Me, Wes, Sito, and uh, the, the Pope. Pope. But again, uh, like next week is the Hope Diamond episode. I don't know anything We about hope that. you'll be here. Uh, but again, thank you guys for joining. Everybody say goodnight. Adios, motherfuckers. Adios. Good night, everybody. Oh, me. We'll catch you guys next week. Okay. Question everything. Good night. Everything. Konnichiwa, bitches. It's Ryu West speaking. If you want to find out more about the Is This Real podcast, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash isthisrealpc or on Twitter at isthisrealpc or on Instagram at isthisrealpodcast, all one word. <laughs>